0: all right well welcome everybody my name is tom miller and with me i'm i'm with my really good friend business partner and teaching partner katie right now katie how are you today
1: Hi, i'm doing fabulous it's a it's another beautiful day
0: it is it is a beautiful day and uh, my wife opened up all the all the windows though us. So i had to put a little bit of a of a jacket on so um <laughs> it's a nice crisp spring morning so this is this is our empowerment Uh, mentoring you know part of our um, empowerment mentoring series and and what you know maybe you've met uh, Katie and I through some of our other uh, sessions and and uh, that we you know do some work with some EC directors with a call on Wednesdays and we've got our principals calls on the Thursdays. like well we're not doing anything for the teachers yet so that's what we're trying to do we're trying to create (laughs) a platform for the teachers uh, to be able to learn and share and to really realize that you're not in this battle alone, and there are thousands of people out there right now that are uh, working multiple jobs. Whether you are a, um, you know, you're teaching your class, right, and then if you got children in school, you're homeschooling and you're overseeing their education plan, and then you're, you know, you might be the head of your household, and maybe you do something in the community, and you're just wearing all these hats, and you're trying to get it all done. So this call per week every Friday will talk a little bit about that, right? How to be, you know, better in the classroom or better classroom later. But for me, Katie, and everybody who's on with this, I really want to make the call about living a more purposeful, intentful life to get to whatever it is that we want to be using our jobs as educators as a platform. Because, you know, like I put in the chat box, you know, the quote, those things that are most important to you, right? can never come at the mercy of those things that are least but you know Katie and I coach and work with hundreds of leaders across the world honestly and then we're part of a of a leadership you know training you know network that has over 30,000 members across the world and and there's one thing that we that we find in common is that you know typically we take care of ourselves last <laughs> right? And teachers are the worst. And teachers are the worst. <laughs> at it, right? Educators are the worst. And really, I mean, anybody in education, like, maybe, maybe you finally found some time to have an actual lunch break during this COVID. Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm working more now than it was, look, Keisha's grabbing phone calls in the middle, of. right? She's just, everybody's flying over, like, everybody's got stuff. <laughs> going on. And so I want to make sure that when I asked you that question, when you signed up to be part of this program, uh, I asked you, where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you want to be, you know, what are some of your challenges to get there? And a lot of you talked about time and money and resources, right? So I'll just go back to the quote again, right? Never let those things that you want most, right? Those things that are most important to you fall to the mercy that are least, right? That are that are not as important. But we tend mm-hmm. to do the least important things first. Like I, every all my to-do list, like, oh yeah, I can get those done real fast. But real fast turns into an hour and a half. And now the time that I had woke up early to get my workout done and all those other things, it's come and gone because I've spent it doing things that, really aren't going to get me to my ultimate goal they'll just keep me moving forward long enough before maybe i i fall on my face so that's that's a little bit about what i would love for this call to be per week is you know katie and i you know we have we spend a lot of time with some really great thought leaders like john maxwell and seth godin and patrick lencioni and all sorts of folks so we're constantly uh we're really fortunate to be in in some inner circles that bring those you know uh, speakers into us, and we want to share that with you, right? We we want to share that to you to maybe accelerate your goal and share some of our life experiences from us, you know, being teachers in a classroom, right? Who got our national boards and then we did our masters, and you know, we went through the whole chain. But sometimes I wonder, is, like, is that what I really needed to reach my goal? That I really need to go get all those degrees? That I really need to go into that much debt? Was I really spending my time on the right thing? So that's what I would like to get most out of this you know. call, is to learn from you all and to be able to share. Katie, you want to tell them a little bit about uh, yourself and what your goals for these calls would be?
1: Sure. Yeah, You know, at the end of the day, my heart is in education. I started out as a teacher, a reading teacher and an English teacher, and um, and I believe every child deserves access to high-quality education. So that's why I do what I do, because I feel like, you know, anything I can do to empower a principal, a teacher, a student to achieve more, or a board member, <laughs> or a parent uh, to, you know, to in, impact the life of a child, then, you know, that's all I need to do in this lifetime. Um, so but my goal for this session you know for this Friday session that we've reserved especially for teachers is to is to provide a platform for them to you know to to hear ideas from people in the same boat to to have some empathy because I just can't imagine where our the teachers are because I'm not in the classroom right now um, so I've never been in this situation so I want but I want to I want to provide a platform to give ideas to give support and and to uh, really raise awareness so they can be the most effective people, whether it's in the classroom or at home with their families uh, i i want I'd love to be a catalyst for some change in people's lives
0: yeah that's great I love it so you know I'll open up if anybody wants to just um, share uh you know who you are and and what school you're with and what's, you know, maybe something you would love for us to make sure that we spend this time, you know, this 30 or 45 minutes that we spend per week. And we'll, we'll always try to keep it right around there because you got a lot of things going on. And and so we would love to hear you know from you. So you can either raise your hand and let us know you're ready uh, or go ahead and un- unmute yourself and go. Or if you just want to put in a chat box, if you're more comfortable that way uh, for now, until we start to build a community. and. Um, I got some stories that I would love, you know, to share on this, uh, Katie. Um, you know, some of the folks they, you know, probably, you know, get, get our you know morning email, but there's this great mentor that I had. His name's Bud, and he's you know he's still with us. and And Bud's worked with our team a couple of times. And um, six years ago, when I was starting this company, Bud was part of the, of a book study on John Maxwell's Twenty One Year Twenty One Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, and we were talking about the Law of Priorities. And we got through the call, and Bud was the only one who you know hung on through the whole you know through the whole session. And and I had known him for a while. He was a principal in my county, you know, that I was a special ed teacher in, and I had seen him do some great things. I knew he was he was a real people-oriented person. And uh, he had been the principal of two national blue ribbon schools, like that's just amazing in two different states, right? So two different areas. Mm -hmm. It's not like he just stayed in one area and did it. Two different states. One he did after he was retired, right? He retired as a principal in Ohio and then he came to North Carolina and did it again. And he said to me, he said, um, no, no, you know, principal has ever um uh gotten their to-do list completely done, right? He's like, he's <laughs> like, you know, there's never not going to be a day where there's not some sort of adversity or something that's challenging or something that's difficult. And so he just started to share stories about how he missed a good deal of his kid's childhood because he was so driven to achieve and so driven to be that, you know, principle that every, that he thought everybody needed him to be. And that's a very important part. What he thought <laughs> everybody needed him to be. And then, and then he realized like his kids were growing up. And he missed a lot. And he said to me, he said, uh, your to-do list will always be there, Tom. The school is going to be there. But you not you might not be there tomorrow. You never know when your last day is on this earth, right? So how are you? He just started to question me. I was, you know, I was 30, 30, well, I guess it was like 38, 39. And he just started, he's like, are you, are you fulfilling your purpose? Are you Are you paying attention to the most important things? And I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. I sort of knew what he was talking about, but I didn't really understand. I didn't understand, and I just had a second. You know, we just had our second. You know, child, my son, Matthew, uh, who some of you have maybe seen either on here because he likes to pop in and say hi, or you know, maybe some of his pictures. But Bud was on a call with me yesterday and he, was, he asked me a question. It was so great. And that story popped in my head. And I thought of all you because I was reading through your goals and you guys want to get your doctorate you know, degrees and you want to do these really amazing things in education as you should. But it made me think about Bud and then my son who will who will say to me, uh, hey, Dad, um, you know, you said you would ride your bikes with me today. Now. My son's been playing for twelve hours outside. He's running around like crazy, like I don't feel like I need to go over and say, "Hey, Matthew, you said you wanted to ride bikes. let's go do it now. Stop you know playing with your friends and do it now, right That's not how I roll. But as we walk in the door and he says to me, "We didn't ride bikes today i said well you were you were busy doing other stuff. You see." The child's lens isn't through your lens, the child's lens is through their lens. Like you promised you would do this and you didn't do it. They don't know and understand that they spent the whole day playing or doing other things because that's not what mattered. What matters to Matthew is that dad fulfills his promise. right? So I have to be really conscious of that every day right? because silence isn't necessarily agreement. And resentment doesn't always make a lot of noise. And I got two kids and I got a wife that I got to make sure that I don't just stick in this. It's I think it's like a 12 by 10 room. Right? You guys see me in here a lot lately with my to-do list. And I got to make sure that the first thing on my to-do list is what matters most. And that's probably mm-hmm. the biggest you know, challenge, I think, in this new COVID, right? Even worse. We're all creating new habits. And I know Katie wants to share about what habits do you want to walk out of this thing with?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> because you might be collecting some bad habits right now if you're not careful. And as a a recovering addict, which I am, if you didn't know that, everybody, I'm a a a recovering gambling addict. Like it doesn't take too long to start going down a slippery slope. You don't always recognize it, right? So how you spend your time and how you spend your money are really important, right? You want to find what's important to someone, look at their checkbook, (laughs) in their calendar, you're going to see if they really want to be that person that they say they want to be. Whatever inspirational picture that they have on their wall or quote on their wall, like if someone followed you around with a camera, right? Would your talk match your walk, right? Would we be able to watch you on camera doing exactly what you said your purpose is? I mean, that's a really important question to be thinking through when I think about that quote. Uh, that I put there in the chat box about the things that matter most can never be at the mercy of the things that matter least. So that's just kind of my sense. That's just like maybe my last six or seven years, like I, I battle that every, every stinking day to make sure that I'm focusing my time on the right things. And I lose most of those. I lose most of them, but my awareness is better. What about you, Katie? I know you want to, that. Your know, quote means something really heavy to you. What are some things you wanted to share that were on your mind?
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking about what new normal looks like in COVID-19. And I have three sons and a husband and two dogs. And uh, you know, my sons are 16, 19, and 21, so they don't need me to help them. Really, they'd rather I just leave them alone and not ask them about their schooling. Um, but Uh, So we've developed some norms in this time and we have dinner together every single night and we go for a walk every single night. And it was just funny to listen to my son say, okay, I figured it out. If I go for a walk with mom and we have a nice dinner, she leaves me alone. (laughs) <laughs> and, and this, I am like, I'm thinking like this probably shouldn't be said out loud, but they're right that I just need my time with them because I realize that this is stolen time. I would have never gotten this much time with my older two boys because they're in college. So they would have been on campus and not be physically with me. So we've played a lot of board games and, you know, just been really intentional about our time. Um, and we have a schedule during the day, you know? And so I'm just thinking like, how will I bring that into, you know, my, my post COVID-19 life? And, you know, some things that have gone by the wayside um, is eating out in a restaurant, we can't do that. And I can't say I really miss it, you know? And we did it really frequently before, but now we're looking at our our checkbook. You know, it it frees up money to make donations at a higher rate than we, uh, that we did before because we're not eating out, you know. Um, You know, so I, that's what I wanted to put to the group. What are some habits, um, you know, work habits, you know, when I look at, you know, my, this is my to-do list, right? So it's still really full, (laughs) but it's really targeted too, because I know exactly what I'm going to do at one hour every day. And um, I never really followed the schedule that closely before, but now I have to. Um, so for work, that's, that's something I'm taking out of here. And then being more intentional with family time is something I'm coming out of here. So I'd love to hear from, you know, from the teachers on the call. What are some personal or professional habits that you're going to take out of COVID-19 that it's really going to strengthen your life? go ahead and unmute yourself or put something in the chat box, whichever way you're comfortable.
0: And I think about that question and I think about what are you learning about yourself? Mm -hmm. Right. So like when I see you hold up your to-do list and you tell me you have times attached to things, like I get, that's almost attractive to me. Like, where did you learn to do that? I think that's a good you know, question. Because I know time was one that the teachers were really talking about. I mean, so where where have you learned? Like what are some of the things that you're learning and where you know where did you learn to do that?
1: So what's that book, Tom? You're always really good about remembering titles of books, but it's that time management book, the um
0: Together. Gosh, what is it?
1: The Together Leader, She that was a strategy that she has in her book mm-hmm. um, for school leaders to, to map out, you know, put your priorities on your calendar and mm-hmm. then really schedule it and, and do your best to, to try to do it during that time and mm-hmm. share that calendar. Um, you know, so when I was a school leader and I had a secretary, we shared a calendar so she would know... That there were times where if my door was closed, I really needed to not be interrupted. But other times, my door would be cracked, and she would be able to see, like, "Oh, okay, that's some. Th- I could come in. That's kind of fungible time." And and I find that you know you'll notice, like, okay, so this is Monday through Wednesday. See so have those check marks? <laughs> I that that is for me because then I can visually scan my to do list okay, yeah, it's all checked off. I'm good. Um, now, there's always stuff around the perimeter that's not attached to a time because it's not a high priority. Uh, it's the high priority items that get slotted into a time where they have to be done. Um, and then that helps me focus my time. And once I've checked everything off the, the specific times, then I can go around the margins. And mm. that's when I, I check those off. So it's just developing a process that works for me. Yeah. And been
0: really helpful yeah so what you're really describing is is intentional action right mm-hmm. so good intentions is oh you read a book on time management but the intentional action is actually taking what you learn and putting it in practice yeah yeah and that's probably one of the biggest gaps in life right i mean you know the largest gap on earth is the grand canyon but the largest you know gap in your in your life is the gap between what you know and what you do Mm-hmm. Like we all know that we're supposed to schedule our priorities, right? <laughs> like we're supposed to schedule something, but even I, you know, I use a schedule. I don't follow it though. Right. Like it's actually scheduled in my calendar. I've really tried to do what you did. I'm like, okay. On April 30th, because there's a proposal due to uh, speak at a charter school conference in Pennsylvania, three times I've had it blocked off in my calendar to work on it during that time. And yesterday at eight o'clock at night, I was walking my dog and I go, ah, I never did it. I never did it. So I called the guy. He goes, oh, it got actually um, a, a two-week extension. I'm like, yes, <laughs> right? But that's not good for me, right? Because I feel like I'm not suffering consequences, right? So that's, a, that's an important lesson, everybody. You know, if you're listening to this live or if, you, if we send the archive out, it's about Good intentions, right, is coming on this call, or you know, good intentions is signing up for something, or going to a workshop, or reading a book, or whatever it might be. But intentional action is all that matters because you're not going to get better without changing, right? There is no change without growth. You have to grow in order to create change. And when Katie's realized, I'm losing valuable time because I am not scheduling myself, right? That was her pain point. Enough was enough for her. Now I'm going to do it differently so I can get better results, right? So whatever you wrote in, I want to achieve from a year from now, and whatever that far right one was, these are my challenges. You've identified your pain point. You've identified your goal. Now you need to close the gap with intentional action. Does that make sense, everybody? Give me a yes in the chat box if we're we're making sense all right perfect all right
1: so Yvonne's with us um and she Yvonne had put in there uh, I have learned that being used to being alone is a lot different from having to be alone
0: that's a that's a really that's a really powerful statement right there I love that Mhm.
1: yeah you know I have a my husband's an introvert and so we were joking that he's been waiting all his life for quarantine like this is he's in a happy place right this is this is a really good time for him because he just has his family and his dogs. And that's all he, you know, he, he likes people, but he really likes his alone time. And, um, but I know not everybody feels that way. So, uh, I'd love to hear Yvonne talk about a little bit, like what has she learned about herself because she has to be alone.
0: Go for the safe place. (laughs) You're not able to just say, I can't talk. So, which is fine. You're That's fine. We're just glad it's part of it. So, you know, Katie, like you just made me think about something. Um, you know, when I was deep in, deep in gambling, right. When I was deep in the, just making bad decisions, I never actually pictured myself a day without gambling. Right. Mm. Which seems crazy. Like when you lose hundreds of thousands of dollars on a teacher's salary, everybody like, In early 2000s, we weren't we weren't making much money. We're not making any money now, but I mean, we really weren't making any money back in 2000. My starting salary was like twenty five thousand dollars a year as a teacher, and when you're losing that almost all of it, you would think that like you'd be like, "I should probably stop doing this." (laughs) But that wasn't in my it wasn't in my awareness that I could have that day, right? So, I never thought that there wouldn't be a day without debt, right? I never thought that there would be a day like. I've been really fortunate, you know, so talking about moving from good intentions to intentional action, like every goal that I had, like I didn't want to be in debt anymore, I didn't want to gamble anymore, I didn't want to feel this way anymore, right? So I had to be, participate in something, some sort of program to get me there that took me from my vision, right, where I wanted to be to to get there, to close the gap, right? And so financially it was the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University. You know, I I would listen to him on a podcast and he'd start changing my mindset about like that. It is possible to build wealth on a, you know, small salary. It is possible to be debt free. It is is. I'm like, and then he has a nice, easy, simple, you know, plan. He's got his seven steps. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like amazing. Consistency compounds over time, everybody. And about two years ago, I didn't get paid. You know, I own my own business, but I didn't get paid because I don't I wasn't paying attention at the time. And the guy who was in charge of me goes, I'm so sorry. We forgot to pay you the last two months. And I go, Oh wow. I didn't even realize it. Now, five years ago, a little bit maybe a little bit longer, seven or eight I was paycheck to paycheck. Like I could not get paid. If I didn't get paid on time, we weren't you know, paying our rent. Like, it was immediate. I was bouncing okay. checks like that. But Dave Ramsey's plan and what I followed of it put me on a course to be in a better place, right? To have, to just feel better about it. I didn't have to stress over things, right? And we've built that same plan in, you know, you know, into our business. I mean, we're, you know, we're in a good spot. Like, we're able to do this. But it's only because we took, int- we took good ideas from other people. And we implemented them into action to get to where we want to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So whatever challenge you're having, right? So I've got a, you know, we talk about our six steps of transformation program. Whatever challenge that you're having, the first thing you have to do is you have to ch- you know change your mindset that it's possible. Right? There are people, we all have one thing in common, and that's how many hours in a day. Right? We're all, but there's some people that are way better at their time management. others would you agree put a yes in the chat box if you agree like there's some people that they get so much accomplished per day and they're really good at focusing on what they're good at so it is possible so we (laughs) can't use the excuse like you know I don't have the time or I'm too busy the next time that you go right and say that I'm too busy I want you to change the words and I want you to change the wording to whatever your goal was. So, some of your goals were to get your doctoral program, right? To uh, finish your doctorate or to get your certification. Or maybe it's to, you know, as a principal, you know, I really want to get more times in the classroom, but I'm too busy, right? So, just put it I'm too busy to observe and give my teachers feedback. Or I'm too busy to spend time with my daughter or i'm too busy right put what really matters to you when i say what those things that matter most put them at the end of your i'm too busy to and you'll change your awareness fast because basically what you're saying is you're is you're fighting against your dream and your dream needs all of you it can't just have part of you right so if your dream is to be financially you know free if your dream is to get a doctoral program but you don't have the money like If your dream is to, you know, start your own school or whatever it may be, or start your own business, you got to fight for your dream. Mm -hmm. You got to work hard every single day to fight for your dream, to be able to get there. Right. But I didn't know it was possible. Right. I didn't think there was a day without gambling. I didn't think that there was a day where I would be, you know, I wouldn't have any debt. Like I didn't think there was these days but when my awareness changed and I saw people who were more successful than me and I said, I don't want to be them, but I want to experience what they're experiencing. Teach me how to do that, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: How did you get there? And most of them don't know how they got there, except they'll say pretty much the same thing I just said to you. (laughs) I made a plan and I stuck with it. (laughs) And when the plan was not working, I adjusted the plan. I didn't adjust my goal. I adjusted my plan and I, Got myself there. So any thoughts on that, Keisha and Yvonne? Or you know, I mean anybody can look in the free here. So good. Yvonne says she loves it. All right. Oh, Katie said she loves it. And it's on my list. I have a long list of places to check out. FaceTime is my new friend.
1: Yeah. So Yvonne was saying that now she's moved to North Carolina recently and and she was just learning her way around and now she can't go anywhere. So I I just said, Well, maybe maybe this is a chance to map out where you want to go. And she says, Oh, I have a long list. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, when you're talking, you know, I'm thinking about right, you know, when I've written books and I didn't know, I just knew I wanted to write a book, but I didn't really know how to do it. So I read every book on how to write a book. And I went to all these talks on how to write a book. And I just, I found a plan that somebody else used and that's what I did. And I wrote four books. So it's, It's not like you have to find the best plan. You just have to have a plan and stick to it. Keisha, you look like you were about to say something.
2: I just wanted to say that uh, during this time, uh, I mean, everybody is going through the same struggles. Well, different struggles, but I mean, as far as um, the stay-at-home order and things of that nature. But my husband, he is a JROTC instructor. Mm
1: -hmm. So he
2: is home as well. And and during this time, um, he he misses his his students, but at the same time, he's had the time to be able to focus on some of his passions that were 20 years old that he's starting to to do right now. He is a big fan of Dave Ramsey. Um, we, <laughs> um, but um, I mean, as far as like tackling debt, um, um, he has just been dogmatic about it. Um, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Um, um, so it's like even during this time, it's just amazing how you're still and you have nowhere to go. And sometimes it forces you to uh, to, to rethink things. And, yeah. And also a fortunate way to be able to to do the things that you had in your mind or on your to do list that that just were never done. And I think during this time, um, I still have my teaching license. And so, so even as a teacher, um, during this time, I, I, I've sat back on things because sometimes I'll just go, 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 and go. But I've also learned how to stop a little bit
1: mm-hmm. and,
2: um, and delegate some responsibilities to, to other people. But, as a, but putting on the teacher lens right now, um, I've, I'm, I was able to help another teacher, you know, that was, was struggling in the area, dealing with this technology. And we just had the best time yesterday. It wasn't like principal teacher. It was just like a colleague being able to, to uh, kick this Zoom butt. Um, and she was just so excited to be able to use it. And she practiced on me. And I said, that's great. And now that she's getting the hang of it, I said, now your next step, now do your family. You know, I said, because <laughs> play with it. You know, so just put, just taking off the, the principal hat and putting on a teacher hat i just think that it's this platform that you're using right now guys i really appreciate it because it helps empowers other teachers and and just being able to to talk with her through zoom um i thought i she said she might call me this morning but she didn't but she did text me to let me know that her session went well and i said yeah i'm proud of you you know and i would just uh just as a teacher point as a, i mean just just as a as a colleague just being able to to let people know you don't have to go through this alone you know and, and but but in doing that um i knew that i had to back off i said i'm not gonna bother her this <laughs> morning i'm gonna let her do it and she did text me back she was able to manage it but during this time i just i just i'm glad that you guys are are having this session and it's and it's just helpful to to help other people because some people are stressing yeah. some people are struggling and 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 to be honest um i really didn't know much about the spanish flu you know and i you know and they're talking about you know, this is similar to that i'm like you know so much technology has evolved over time and, and and it's like in a way you're going backwards it's like you know but at the same time you know being home has been a good thing for my husband um he he's been able to do things i mean um uh, you know, and I know we're in a safe space, but even with our stimulus check, we 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 tackle more debt with it, you know. So, that you know, so things like that, the, those little things that we are able to do, you know, being able to, you know, like uh, Dr. Miller said, you know, what do I want to do about my family? You know, my, my daughter's here, my husband's here. You, you know, it just gives us that time to be able to have that time that we didn't have before. So um it it's a weird time but but I'm trying to make the best out of it as a as a wife, um, as an individual person, um trying to, you know, better myself, you know, slowing things down because I I can I can go, 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 but I, I have to <laughs> stop because um I I have a husband and you know and and we're right there. I, I told him I said this is the most we've ever been together. It is like <laughs> But um, I, just, I just thank you guys for having this. It's, yeah, it's, of
0: course. It's been a great help. It's our pleasure. And we love sharing. Absolutely. And, um, you said a lot of really great things there, Akisha. And, you know, Katie, you were, you were making me think about um, what our mentor will say to us a lot, right, um, is, uh, you know, you don't have to be great to start. But to be great one day, you, you know, you have to start. Right. So a lot of us are stuck in, I'm getting ready to get ready mode. Right. So you talked Mm -hmm. about all the books that you read, and I was like, you know, right. Or, you know, Keisha was talking, it's like, listen, everybody's going to be terrible the first time anyway. So don't worry about it. Right. You just, but, you know, get good first. Right. And, and, you know, practice it. And, and don't be so, you know, don't be so concerned about, you know, the way it feels or how much time you have. I mean, You know, one of the biggest issues when, you know, someone wants to be in better shape, right, or health wise, they're like, well, it takes 30 minutes like I, you know, and I'm like, well, don't do 30 minutes, just do five. Can you do five? Start with five minutes. Can you walk for five minutes? Right. Can you, you know, whatever it is, can you, can you journal for five minutes? Can you, if you want to write a book, can you take five minutes and write? Just start with five, like be gentle on yourself because you're changing habits. The problem is when we're trying to change habits is that we go hundred miles an hour the first day or two and we're sore or we're hurt or we fell on our face and our ego (laughs) says, see, I told you, you are not going to be debt free. You are not going to be an author. You are not going to be skinny. Because this voice right here on my shoulder is a thousand times meaner than all of you. (laughs) Right? Remember that, everybody. You are your own worst enemy. So part of this challenge, working through this, you know, quarantine and, you know, being in a better space in our life is about getting clear with what it is that we actually want to do with our life. And if you're not stopping to pause during COVID, when the heck are you gonna stop? (laughs) If you're not stopping to think about who it is that I want to be, because goal achieving isn't about working hard. Goal achieving is about becoming the person who I need to be to achieve the goal. That's growth. Mm -hmm. We're all educators. There's no end line. There's no finish line to education. There's just not, it just keeps going. So it's more about not how fast can I get accomplished, it's how far can I go? So that's my challenge to everybody as we you know, start to close off this call is, you know, what is it that you really, really want? And why do you really, really want it? And what are you willing to give up to be able to have it? Right? I thought I wanted to be an author. I've been talking about this for years. I put out a thing like 20 days ago. I'm going to get this book done by my birthday. Well, my birthday is 13 days away, and I haven't written one additional page, everybody. I don't know if I really, really want to. My habits don't say, right? My actions don't say that I want to. Okay? So just start right small. Think big. What do I want a year from now, 30 days from now, a week from now? could just be a week from now what am I going to do each day to get there? Right. Just, and your goal should be to just get 1% better per week to be able to reach that goal, whatever it might be. Like Katie said, she's, I just, I decided the platform I wanted to use and I just started to write. And next thing I know I got multiple books. Right. You create habits each day. And, um, in fact, remind me, Katie, I've been meaning to pull this out. We've got a, um, it's a creating habits, uh, uh, like, you know, daily tracking sheet. It's a coloring sheet for, like, kids. I need mm-hmm. to pull it out. But every day that you do it, you get the color in part of that day, and you can actually look, right? You get to look and see, oh, my gosh, I'm not really doing much on my goal because I'm not getting in to color in lots of things, right? For us who like to cross things off our list, mm-hmm. the same thing. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pull that out and share with people. a... Put your goal, right? What is it you want to achieve it by the end of this month and every day that you do that habit, whatever it is, you just color one of the sections and by the end of the month, hopefully you'll have your whole month, uh, you know, color. But even if you had only 15 of the 30 days that colored, guess what? That's 15 more days than you worked on it last month. I can guarantee it. Right. That's so. right. And I'm
1: thinking that all goals don't have to be like write a book or lose 40 pounds, you know, I, uh, um, Tom and I have this mutual friend, uh, Michelle Burkhardt, and she is a rock star. So she, we, we were all uh, participating in the same online conference, and then she would post a picture of her notes. And there are these amazing, like, visual display of the ideas shared during the conference. And so I had some jealousy. I was just like, man, I want to be able to do that. So um, it's called sketchnoting. And so I was like, okay, well, during COVID-19, I'm gonna learn how to sketch notes. So I bought a book and I, I've worked through the whole book now. So here's just an example of my sketch notes. Okay, so they're not beautiful. They're not beautiful, but, but it's a start. So now I, now I have a framework in my head because Tom and I listen to, so we have you know, these mentors that we train with all the time. And my, I just can't seem to remember it all. But if I can make it visual, then I'm going to be able to retain it and then I can refer back to these images and share those images. And so it's not a huge goal, but is it going to help me reach my other goals? Yes.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's a good outside the box idea, right? In order to, you know, listen, in order to achieve something, you have to do something differently. You can't just do the same thing over and over again and expect that you're gonna get a different result. That's the definition of insanity, right? So you gotta try something different in order to be able to get to the goal. And, um, you know, one key thing is, right? So for everything that you put into your cup, right? Because, you know, Keisha just said, everybody's cup is full or overflowing, right? (laughs) So for everything that you put in your cup new, guess what? You got to take something out. So as much as you're going to write what I'm going to start doing, maybe the most powerful list in your life you can create is a stop doing list. What's on your stop doing list, everybody? What are some things you need to stop doing, right? And me is I get up at 445 every day and for some crazy reason, I hop right on my phone and I start, and it's like 35 minutes later and i'm like oh, i could have been done my workout by now and then i would have been able to start my day but now i now i got to do my workout right since so, so you know you gotta you gotta cut some things out to be able to get there because there's only one way we're all equal and what is that everybody time how much time we have per day that's it 24 hours so that's I think I put like nine calls to action. So let's just organize. What did we learn today? Okay, so we learned that if we want something, we have to visualize it, right? We got to be really clear about what it is we want and make sure we really know why we want it. Let's not just want it because someone else has it, right? Then we have to identify, well, is there someone out there that's doing it better than I am? Go find them, whether they're in a book, in a podcast, or maybe it's someone that you know. Go find them and start learning from them, because you gotta—they've got something that you need, right? So you gotta see what you want, and then start learning new ways to do it, and then you gotta start paying close attention. What am I gonna do every day, in order to achieve that? What are some of the first steps? And Dr. Martin Luther King said, "You don't have to see the whole flight of stairs to get to the second floor. You just see the just just the next step." So don't. Be kind to yourself. Don't think you have to map the whole thing out to get to the end, right? So just nice, easy. What's the next easy yes for yourself? Maybe it's just five minutes. Whatever it is, right? So what? So you need to see it. You need to learn, right? And then you need to. What's that first step you're going to start taking? And just every day, you know, reward yourself for the for everything that you do to achieve getting close to that goal, right? And the Dave rant. And I'm not saying you have to do Dave Ramsey, but Dave Ramsey helped me, so that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to share something on these calls that I haven't experienced. And Dave Ramsey's, you know, the first step is to do what? The first baby step is to have $1,000 saved. That's it. And a lot of people, they have to work just to get to that point, right? He doesn't start saying, you know, identify which has the largest interest rate and do this. He's like, no, you know, first step, right? Well, I mean, after your budget, right? You got a budget for every dollar. But the first step is to get (laughs) to $1,000. And so that's actually the first step is to create a budget. And uh, most people don't have a budget, right? And in this time, especially, like it was really eye-opening when, you know, people couldn't work and why they had to keep food stores open, Katie, is because not only is it essential, but most people live paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. and they couldn't buy a month's worth of food in advance to close the food store. So the poor, you know, food store workers had to stay open, mainly because of our habits and our behaviors put other people in jeopardy. Right? So it's like, you're, you have a greater impact. So see what you want, right? Find somebody who's, you know, better than you and just, just start learning on them, ask them questions, reading their books or whatever. And then puts put one action step in play. So that's what I'm going to ask you to do this week: put one step in action play towards whatever your goal is uh, for this week. Did I miss anything, Katie? Is that is that about where we're at? Right? Whatever habit you wanted to change.
1: Yeah. Think about what you've learned during this time that you want to bring with you, mm-hmm. and and that can also mean what were you doing before that you're not doing now that you're not going to pick back up. You know, it kind of works both ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You'll learn what's essential in life when you, right when you go through crisis. So mm-hmm. thanks everybody for spending some time with us today. We'll be back next Friday. So listen, if you think that this call was helpful, you think that you got something out of it, one thing, tell us what it was so we know, right? So we do it again. And two, you know, share with a friend, right? Let's, let's you know, let's, you know, fill this call up every week and let's just keep, you know, building and, and helping each other out, right? Because there is, um, there's power in proximity. And, uh, and, and the more that you hear, right, who you listen to matters and the more positive messages you start to get um, and stay consistent with it, the better results you're going to see in the long run. So thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful afternoon and a very intentional weekend doing what you want to spend your time with, right, towards your goal. Bye-bye.